0: welcome back to cozy one podcast i'm shan my Mother girls this podcast is about parenting it's season 14 and i am focusing on parenting myths today is myth number three i was good at sports so my kid will be good at sports also eh, wrong that is not always the case and i'm going to tell you why welcome to cozy one podcast All right, so before we get started today, I just wanted to touch on some things that are most recent for this month. So, so far in November, there's already been um, people leaving children in cars still. Like, why? Why are you leaving your child in a car just for a second, just for a minute? I was in the house and I came right back out and the car was gone. Stop it. I don't care if you're at a uh, grocery store, a gas station, um, your home, your driveway, uh, a park. Stop leaving your children in cars by themselves. Stop leaving other people's kids unattended. Stop uh, assuming you got all the kids in the building at the daycare from the daycare van. Please check, double check. Uh parents, I know it's a busy time. I know work is demanding, but if you're feeling overwhelmed, please ask for help. We do not need people leaving kids in cars. We do not need babies being forgotten places there where they don't need to be. Just please be on top of that. Uh topic from last week's episode of Insecure. I don't know if you guys watch Insecure, but basically a character on there, Condola. Um, ended up pregnant last season. And she basically didn't want the man who was the father of the baby to be a part of the process. So she went to all her doctor's appointments by herself. She um, had her own place. He didn't know of like any appointments coming up. She didn't include him in any of that. So, and they weren't together, right? Fast forward in this season of Insecure, um, she has the baby and she calls him last minute after she delivers the baby to come see the baby. My thing is, if you didn't want this man included and now you're bringing him in when it's convenient for you and now he wants to be a part of this child's life as he should as a father, um, you can't pick and choose when you want a dad involved Uh, when the way that you carried out your pregnancy um, was very solo. It was very like, this is me. This is my child. And and you can't include a father for his child when you feel like it. It has to be like, you either want me a part of this or you don't want me a part of this. So um, I brought that up to say, like, I, I think a lot of times... A lot of women today feel like being an independent woman is cool. And then they get the shock of being an independent woman is not cool when it involves a whole baby, a new baby, your first baby.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator
0: Um, and the way a lot of women exclude fathers and then wonder why they're not stepping up 100%. Wonder why they're not um, as concerned as you. Wonder why they're not as involved as you are with the child is because you never included them. I think for women, I've said this in an episode um, seasons ago. I think for women, we start to bond with a baby before we see the baby. As soon as we know we're pregnant, we start eating the right things for the baby. We start making sure we don't do things that are unsafe for the baby before we even see the baby, before we even hear the baby, right? And then we give birth to the baby and that's a whole nother level of being a woman. And um, we bond with that baby. We Sometimes we feed the baby our breast milk. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we... Lay in bed and we stare at that baby and that baby stares at us. That's a different type of bond. Whereas a father, if they are included, they can feel on a woman that's pregnant, but they don't know what that feels like. They can see a woman that's pregnant, but they don't know what emotions come with that. Um, they can't feel those side effects. Their body is not changing because there's a baby around. So it's different. So really a father really starts to bond and sees the um, results of the bonding after a woman gives birth. So that's why he's trying to be attached after the baby is actually here is because that's when fathers bond with the baby. So I just wanted to uh, touch on that just so people realize like you have to give fathers, especially new fathers, a chance to father if you want them to be the best fathers. Now, does that mean it's going to make them a great father or they're instantly going to be a great father because you give them the opportunity? No. Um, That is definitely a self-choice. That is definitely something a father has to choose to do in the best way, 100%. Um, everybody's not a great father. Everybody's not a great mother. It's not automatic. <sighs> Um, what else is coming up? It is, it is no longer fall. It is winter. It is snowing in some places. Um, what I will say is keep, um, an extra blanket in the car with you. Um, make sure you have jumper cables in the car with you. Make sure your child is strapped in the car seat properly. Make sure you're checking your um, car tires. Make sure they have the treading that they need. Make sure your your oil change on your vehicle is up to date. Um, make sure you are winterizing your home. Uh, make sure the kid's room is not cold. Make sure windows are closed. Um, seal off windows if you need to. Uh, this is a season where people who don't have what they feel like they need, start taking. So make sure your doors are locked. Make sure your car doors are locked. Don't get comfortable and leave your car door unlocked because you live in a quote-unquote nice neighborhood. Um, try to pump your gas during the sun being up and there being light outside and go to a well-lit gas station. I know gas is very high right now. Um, this is a perfect time to carpool if you can carpool because I know a lot of people can't afford this gas right now if you're traveling long distance to get to work. If you're in a major city, please, 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 please take your airborne, have your sanitizer, wash your hands, keep your hand out your face, out your eyes, Um, have an extra pair of gloves in your back, um, baby wipes, uh, wet ones. Um, What else? (sighs) Chapstick, please. Under no mask, please. Take care of them lips. Chapstick, um for the babies, please. Extra socks, they're gonna lose shoes. Um, blankets, if the blanket fall on the floor, please put it in a plastic bag and put it away or throw it away. If their pacifier drops, please have an extra one. Um, watch the germs, uh, take your oregano supplement, uh, take your iron, um, drink your water. Um, what else? Moisturize that skin. What else for the kids? What else for the kids? Um, Thanksgiving is in a couple of weeks. Uh, Anya's eighth birthday is in a couple of weeks. She's gonna be eight. I'm gonna have an eight year old, (laughs) y'all. Christmas is next month. I know uh, Walmart is already having sales on Christmas stuff. Target's Magnolia section for Christmas decorations makes me want to be a rich mother, but I am not, so I spend a lot of time looking at the stuff, but um, not buying the things. Let me tell you what I bought. I um, I bought a rod that I did not have to screw into the wall. It basically is a tension rod that you can put up because the girl's room only has one window. And I got like these inexpensive hooks. I think the hooks were like $5 from Target. The rod I think was 25 um, or 18 or something like that. And I could have gotten a regular panel with the tassels on it, which was really cute because the girl's room already had tassels in there. Or I could have gotten a shower curtain with the rainbow on it, which I thought was really cute. And I chose the shower curtain with the rainbow on it, and I put it up in their room. The length is perfect. Um, the width is perfect, and that's in their room now because I'm just tired of reminding the girls to close their blinds before they go in that room naked after their bath or before their bath. So, they have blinds up. They have a curtain. That's the only curtain that is up in my house because I like light coming in my house. Um... So I did that. I moved their beds around so they can have more room in there. I switched out some furniture out of my bedroom into the podcast room. I have a podcast room, y'all. I chose to make the third room in my house a podcast room because Anya's not, she's not clean enough for me to be like girl you gonna have your own room yet that is something she needs to earn and until she earns it this will be my podcast room um what else what else what else that is about it I had a great weekend this weekend um it's coming to a close but other than that it was pretty good but let's get into this parenting myth that just because you were good at sports as a kid your child would be because that is not true okay hey guys new cozy womb merch is available for fall winter on the cozy womb shop please check it out in the bio on ig at cozy womb pod and on twitter hope you guys are enjoying the show peace here we go back to the show back to the show All right, y'all, let's talk about sports and these kids. I was not the sports child. I played basketball, and then after a while, I got tired of it, and then that's when my boobs are really growing, and I'm just like, (laughs) I think not.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: Um, I've been having... I had these boobs since the 6th grade. Yeah, just imagine. Just imagine. And my nipples were the same size they are now in the 6th grade. So yes, just imagine those young boys that could not keep their eyes off of my chest. Um... So sports really wasn't my thing. Shot put. High school tried it. Uh, Again, the boobs. (laughs) The practice. The early morning runs. Like, are you crazy? (laughs) So um, as a kid, sports wasn't really my thing. Tried cheerleading. Didn't like it was too girly. So when it comes to kids and sports, I think the key is not to make kids feel bad for not wanting to do sports. Okay, letting kids choose what they want to do as far as as far as a sport, and teaching them consistency. Um, I think a lot of kids may want to try something. Once it gets a little bit hard, they don't want to do it anymore. Teaching your child to follow through, right? I think that's really good. Allowing your children to fail and mess up is a teachable moment. It's going to help them balance themselves in life. And kids need to learn not to be sorry losers. And that doesn't just go for sports. That goes for games. That goes for first place, second place, third place. I don't, I'm don't. i not the parent that believes everybody needs to get a prize. Everybody does not get a prize in real life. Therefore, we need to stop implementing, Oh, I think all the children should get a prize for showing up showing up is what everybody does at work now what you do when you show up at work is the difference that's the same thing that goes for games sports academics if i got to pass uh elementary school middle school and high school and college just for showing up honey you know how easy That would be, everybody would do it. Everybody would have a degree. Everybody would have a high school diploma. Like, It's not the showing up that gets rewarded. It's the work and the effort and the results that show from it that gets rewarded. So, yes, I am not the parent that feels like every child should get a prize. Kids need to learn how to lose. Kids need to learn how to win, honestly. And kids need to learn how not to be a sorry loser so they don't turn into villains because they did not win. Because there are a lot of grown adults that do not know how to lose that turn into villains in the workplace, um, in their relationships, because they are not versed. They are not most important the world does not revolve around them okay a lot of these grown folks did not get the memo as a child and we see the results and we are suffering we are suffering because their parents didn't tell them no their parents didn't tell them they did not win their parents didn't tell them showing up is 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 not prize worthy okay and i'm here to tell you to tell your kids that this is the real deal Because life does not reward you just for showing up. Now, when it comes to these sports, I think we should all let our kids tell us what their passion is through their actions. What are they naturally good at? What are we observing? What do they keep coming back to? What do they do consistently without being asked to? Personalities are always different, okay? We can't automatically think our kids are going to be identically, identically, identical to who we were as kids, okay? Your child is two people, personality, genes put together. So maybe your child might pick up something that your great-great-grandfather or grandfather, grandmother liked to do. Or maybe your child might pick up someone's parent or what they like to do or something. You just don't know. These are brand new people with their own personalities and their own things that they want to do. I think we have to water our kids just like we water plants. Every plant likes different soil and different food. We just gotta figure it out. That's what parenting is. Try different things with your kids like soccer, basketball, baseball, volleyball, tennis, football, golf, running, wrestling. See what they like. Cheerleading, that's the thing. Dancing, that's the thing, okay? And don't get me wrong. I congratulate any parent out here going to practice. Um, buying, uh, equipment, buying, uh, supplies, wardrobe, all that stuff. That shit, that shit. Sorry. (laughs) The cost makes me want to cuss. That stuff gets very expensive. And then on top of that, your time, you have to be off from work. You got to wake up early in the morning. I have a cousin who has her son well, their son, in soccer and they wake up early in the morning to drive from one part of Georgia all the way to another part of Georgia just for a soccer meet, okay? I like my sleep too much to dedicate my time as a solo mom in one household to go take my children all over Georgia because they want to play a game or they want to be a part of a, uh, uh, activity. I'm not doing it. I'm not the sports parent. I knew I was never going to be the sports parent because I knew as a kid, I didn't want to get up early. All I wanted to do on the weekends as a kid was wake up, eat a whole bunch of Lucky Charms, Find my Oreos and hide it from my brothers. And chill in the house. I was not, ooh, I want to go out and play with my friends this weekend, kid. I was a homebody like I am now as a kid. Okay? Um, And this is another thing. This is another way to look at it. Maybe your kid is a better academically. Maybe they're like a book nerd. Maybe they love English. Maybe they're great at math. Maybe they're superior chess players. I have a cousin that's like an excellent...
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: I have a, um, a cousin that's like an excellent chess player, right? Um, maybe your kid is like good at spelling words or they might be like a spelling bee champion. Maybe... Your child is like an elite mathematician. I don't know. Maybe their thing is not sports, right? And I think as parents, it's a good thing for us to welcome it all as as we parent. Like, be open to what our child could be, who they are, what they like, and what they gravitate to. So if you were a parent who... What are you? What is it? I'm in here. I'm in here. Like okay, so side note this is not <laughs> this is this has nothing to do with what's the problem? Yes, stomach is not good. Yeah, do you need a poo? Maybe you have to poo. Do you need a poo? No. Oh. No. You can use my bathroom. I'll allow it. Um so she has this thing, so like at her dad's house. Her dad lives with his girlfriend and her older sister. And his girlfriend like we will sleep with Ari so Ari has in her head that she's supposed to sleep with somebody Ari has her own bed she shares a room with her sister and I have a bed in the podcast room and I have my bed in my room I do not want to sleep with this kid all the time so it goes it's like certain days of the week she's at her dad's house and she's like trained in this manner of sleeping with somebody, and then she comes here, and I have to untrain her from sleeping with somebody, and it's like this annoying process of her waking up certain times of the night, busting in my room, and being all up in my back, or all and having her or having her hair all up in my face. It is very annoying. But that's what I deal with when you have a uh, a two parent home separately these are the things that happen where you do things a certain way in your home and then at the other parents house they do things a certain way in their home and then clashing happens okay but to go ahead and wrap this episode up um we have to welcome who our children are not who we want them to be all the time. And if your child is not good at sports, then they're not good at sports. If your child is um, a nerd, then let your child be a nerd. Uh, we just have to be prepared to nurture whoever our child is. Period. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Cozy Moon Podcast. My name is Shan. Uh, you can find me at Cozy Mama at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and IG at CozyBoomPod. And I'll be back Monday of next week with another one. Myth number four, which will be um I'll tell you what myth number four would be. Not having strict rules is better. (laughs) That is completely wrong. Bye. Because I'm not going to lie. Bye. Bye.